Does what the pop boys crack a lacking of you fucking sex gods? My name, Uncle C. <laughs> G'day, mate. Uh, my name is Nosh Dog. Oh, and I am Dan the Dog Whisperer. Oh, and welcome to episode oh. 135. Motherfucker about half the podcast. We're gonna <laughs> Hello, gents. What's cracking? That's blessed. Oh, Two G'day, weeks, G'day. two weeks yeah. in a row, two weeks in a row. <laughs> two weeks in a row. Uh, they call hey. that consistent. Not bad, hey. back to back. <laughs> Crazy, right? Right? Crazy as shit. Just so people know, Dan is dog sitting. So there's a, a pup in the background. Maybe he's gonna make some noises. Uh, if you're hearing that, Dan bit. does doesn't have. He's not a kidnapper. He doesn't uh, have someone locked up in his crib, crying for mm-hmm. their freedom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just a little person. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. What he can't doing? What he can't saying? What's news? How was the week? What's cracking? Everything is well on my end. I uploaded on Instagram for the first oh. time in a year. Absolutely. Oh my God. You're going to be Let's go. Engagement. Engagement through the roof. Oh, through the yeah. roof. Do you know what was funny? Yeah. I thought you didn't. Uh, did you not post from New York? That was the one thing you didn't include. No, I I didn't include New York because I didn't get a lot of like pictures. It was just like family pictures of just m- me, my mum, and everyone. Like there wasn't like any drippy pictures. Oh, you, you want to put your parents oh. on blast like that on your Instagram? Yeah, exactly, exactly. With, with all that engagement. With all that engagement, that's true. I'm trying to break a hundred. Actually, let yeah. me see if I've broken a hundred. I bet you have. I was gonna have a. I, bet I was gonna have a counter. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if I've broken 100. Yeah. I bet. I bet you did. I have a we'll feeling. Right I feel you did. Check I knew it. Stevie's come to check as well. Stevie, come. Oi, Stevie. What up, Stevie? Big Stevie. Stevie. Dogs with yeah. human names for the win. So good, right? Fucking beautiful. Okay, let me see. Guys, I think we've broken 100. I think we've done it. Oh, my God. Do I have to hit record uh, applause again? Or Guys, we've done it. We did it. We've done it. <laughs> yes. Switch that up. I love we that noise. Or Yay. well done, so Daniel. They call him Dan the Engagement Man. Okay. That's no what they call him. The mic. No sniffing the mic. Okay. Yo, man, no sniff, I see. Yo, that's that's sick. So at I Dan Johnson, go uh, engage the latest post. It's a bit of a dump ting. You know, it's a little dumpy dump, just a little dumpy dump. Dance is out here, just thrashing dumps on you, just dumping on the fucking timeline. Thrashing dumps, just squeezing out dumpy just little nugs, dumping on everyone. You know what I'm saying? It's gorgeous. So uh, that's Thank your big you. news for the week. <laughs> you post on his. That's my best. That's my big news. Man. <laughs> that's a highlight. <laughs> that's my big news. That's a highlight, man. That's a once in a year thing. Hey, man, I ain't mad at you. I, be- I believe it. I feel you. Definitely. Yeah, thank you. Oh, and I have a dog here. That's that's my big news. That's the big news. That's a big one. Everyone's going to be pumped. Everyone's pumped with the dog. If you are listening instead of watching, I'd say jump on the uh, on the YouTube. fucking YouTubes and check out the little pup. He's uh, in frame. Uh, what's the breed of this guy? A little Steve-O? He's beagle. He's an Estonian hound. He looks like a beagle. He looks like a big beagle, but no, he's an he's a Estonian hound. Does he only so he's a good drug sniffing dog. He knows where all the, the drugs are. Basically, at. yeah. As soon as we like, leave the house, his nose is right to the ground. Just right to the ground. Everywhere. Yeah. I yeah. know how they don't just scrape their nose along the concrete. Like it's. Uh, I know, right? 
It's a skill it's set. It's quite genius, actually. Oh, Pup's a cheeky little fucking pup. He's funny. He's funny. Love it. Love and Steve-er. Um, anything else you want to fucking just... I feel like it's been a quiet uh, week for all of us. So, yeah, but, no, know. honestly, it has. Like, There's nothing really much going on other than Arsenal are playing football and we're playing amazing. And, tight, tight, tight. Love to see it, love to see it. <laughs> Mel is on a work retreat right now, so Where she's she at? gone for a few days. She's, nice. she's meant to be in Innisfil, but she's gone somewhere else, and I don't know where it is. I don't know. Somewhere like near Kingston. Oh, near Kingston, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so men's, bachelor men's. Bachelor, I know, right? Just Dan's out here. We're going to have some parties. We're going to have some parties. You should. Everyone come through. Everyone come to Dan's house. The address is... The address is not... Mm, yeah. Almost. The, the internet. The Almost. Then the podcast ends. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> That's lit. Um, you see that? I saw that meme the other day, and it was like POV, the second the house is empty, and it had two guys like just beating, punching a big slab of meat. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I was like... They're like slapping it. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was that actually more so of a slap funny. if it wasn't a punch. Yeah, so it was. Uh, you know, it's like um, bags of bags of soil and uh, and fertilizer, and also big slabs of meat. You got to slap it. I don't know what kinds. Yeah, got to slap. I don't know where it. that came from, but everyone wants to slap it, dude. Everyone wants true. to beat the meat. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be slapped everyone. or to to be, to be the slapper. Exactly. Particularly on so, a big piece of meat. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, smacking a big batsy stall. <laughs> Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Maybe it's practice. Maybe it's practice. I ain't mad anyway. Just going to Walmart for a bit, mate. It's going to go to the butcher section. Yeah. Just, you know, if you hear some noises, just ignore it. I'm not fapping. I'm just smacking meat. Just ignore it. Practicing the fap. Practicing the fap. So uh, Dan's going to be just fucking belting Belting it. it. This oh week, my just God. you guys, you guys said it exactly at the same time. Oh yeah, because uh, you know, we you know guys, you guys might be related. Uh, it's uh, mildly possible. Yeah, I think you, know. you might be. I think there's a possibility. You should do a DNA DNA check. Uh, back to Babylon thing. Oh, okay, okay, no, that's true. I would love to do it if it wasn't a Babylon thing. I would be fucking fascinated to know because I have theories about um the ancestry. Mm-hmm. And what are these theories? I feel like there's like something weird in there that I that no one knows is in there, like two percent Jewish or some shit, because I got a big ass nose. So my theory is always <laughs> the nose. But then the Germans have big noses, and Ooh. they and I know that we definitely have German ancestry. So and Vikings too, Vikings. They do too. There you go. So there could be just something random in there that I like Vikings. Yeah, I guess. Do I? Have, I think I kind of have blue eyes. Do we? I don't know. We what both are, have blue eyes. You do don't. I don't know. I don't look. The whole, at my the whole family actually well, has blue eyes. I think blueish. You do? Mine changed though. Yeah. My whole life. They're, they're kind of they're kind of blue gray, but they are very they're like mood rings. Mum told me when I was a little boy. Yeah. Right. Sometimes they're super bright Aww. blue. Sometimes they're like dark blue, or like the gray the gray blue. Mm. So yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah, they got Ma Dukes. Um, yeah, they got Ma Dukes. Is there a non Babylon? Um, Impossible. Uh, yeah, you know, like no. there isn't, is there? Impossible. No, yeah. it's not. It's not possible. Unless you can track down your ancestry, that's the only way, probably. I wonder if it, I guess when I'm saying that, just to explain, I feel I wonder if there's a company that doesn't like these companies are sharing and harvesting DNA. Like, let's be. Let's. What the fuck else are they doing it for? Like, they're doing something with it. I'm a very conspiratorial person. I don't trust any uh, establishment or anything. So if you got to look at it through that lens, if you think I'm being crazy, that's why. But it's like, I like. Is it? I wonder if there's like someone like if you had a mate who was a DNA scientist, you'd be like, oi, 
take me fucking oh, to, yeah. you know, oh, what is yeah. it? Your cheek sample. Like, and let me know if I'm oh, yeah. 10% Chinese or something. That would be interesting. Wouldn't it? I just think it'd be funny. I feel like it'd just be like, what the fuck? I just like, I have a feeling there'll be something ridiculous in there that, not ridiculous, unexpected. And I'll be like, wow, that's lols. Because maybe somewhere along the line, there was like one Siberian. person who, something. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> who fucking knows? I think it's, uh, it's fascinating. Um, but anyways, we digress. So Dan, loving right. it. Dan's beating his meat this week. Love to see it. No, Solid. how's your uh, wanking plans going? Are they? Uh, I have just been absolutely slapping it. Like just, <laughs> just every single time, every single time <laughs> I've got a spare, spare sec, I'm just fucking down the next, mate. Just fucking On like your- Joe Jackson to Michael's little face. Jesus Christ. I like it. Oh. Um, so... Just to deflect from that one quickly, I've been riding my bike <laughs> lots, guys. <clears throat> you know, I've been riding my bike, uh, classic. So, yeah, uh, what happened? So, a couple of rides. Um, fuck, it's been editing new videos. YouTube's still growing. It's still on track to what I predicted last week. So, um, yeah, up to 830 subs, fucking 566 views. Let's go. Um, wow. Up to 6K. And then, uh, yeah, just, just concentrating on that and then editing. Uh, new ones and just trying to plan new rides and looking at maybe going to horseshoe bike park this coming Sunday. So then by next Monday when we do this again, I'll have fresh info about the bike park. So I don't know. It's going to get closed up for the season soon. And they just had like last oh, yeah. week they had the bike, bike fest <clears throat> and that was jam packed. So did you go? Uh, every, I did not. Every cut his dog uh, went, especially a whole bunch of races and people, if you're not racing, you're not, you're not riding, you just go in there to watch. So oh. that's not really my jam. It's pretty far away just to go for a, viewing yeah um but yeah gonna gonna go with the boys this coming sunday so um yeah in the meantime i've just been practicing i've also been doing lots of jumping practice trying to make sure i don't die when i go off jump make sure the form's right make sure the blah 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 and uh it's gonna keep consistent otherwise you can't do sick shit that's a good point i did see i I saw your video jumping uh it was you and your guy i don't know who today was no, it was it wasn't today. It was over the weekend, and I saw the your POV, and it was the guy who was just going. He got mad oh, at yeah, time, yeah. and then I saw yeah. you get mad at time. It's quite cool, actually. Yeah, they were it's cool videos. Solid. I know all those reels were great. I've been seeing. I was about to say, Dan, I'm glad you brought that up. Those were I want to big you up on here about that. I like those videos a lot. Like you were saying, I think that you've noticed that people really like the jumping ones, and like I feel like yeah. as a non bike guy, it got my attention. I was like, oh shit, like y'all are like kind of kind of wild, going fast. and I know you it going kind fast. Of wild. You're going fucking banging through these things. I'm like, you are nuts, cunt. I definitely try to be a little, I try to get myself, if I'm not not scared each ride, I'm not doing a good enough job. So, or I'm not pushing my own personal boundaries. Cause like, I don't know, I have a a bit of an issue with going really fast and also have a bit of an issue with getting too far off the ground, you know, safety things. But uh, I'm getting past those mental barriers and blocks by learning how to do things safely. And then it's not scary anymore. And uh, even in this, this year, uh, my progression's fucking dramatically changed. I've done stuff that I, I've done stuff this year and this season that I looked at for the last two years and go, nah, like, you know, it's crazy, dude. So I'm very, very proud of myself. And like, it's fun to ride with cunts to do, the same shit, but also I have two or three mates that are really good at jumping and I'm learning from them. And then I'm, I'm better at going faster on the flat turny stuff. Cause I'm just, I'm fit. And I was trying to get, I'm trying to get my skill level to match my fitness. That's what I think I'm at right now. Mm. Gotcha. And cause I've been riding for like, you know, this is my third season. My fitness is really good and it's been consistent as fuck. And I'm good at, uh, at 
endurance and um, intervals, like just big bursts of stuff. So, um, yeah, I just need to get better at the jumping and the other stuff. And then, uh, yeah, it's having a, having a ball though, man. Sick Love guys. It. Good for you. Fucking just got, uh, got a plan. got a couple of um, companies I've been hollering at to like, you know, be like, hey, I've got this blah, blah, blah. I've seen ads on Instagram where they're like, we're looking for ambassadors for these products. And some of them are sunglasses. Some of them are nutrition products. Some of them are protein shakes. Some of them are, you know. So there's been a couple that I've just I've emailed them and said, hey, this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. I'm looking to do more, you know, product reviews in the middle of an episode, like one, and just going to see what happens with that. So just trying to find brands that I like that would fit, and start to do more more actual branding stuff on my channel and uh, talk about gear and stuff more. And instead of like can, like fully just POV and me narrating it, I'd rather I want to do some uh, videos where I'm like, hey, this is my backpack that I wear. It's the shit. Here's my water bottle. Here's my tool. Here's my whatever I use. So like, I'm gonna start doing more of that stuff on the channel. So, lots yeah. of uh, notion, notion MTB business this week. Good for you. That's it, man. That'd be sick. That'd be sick. It's like you're on the way to getting that shit monetized, which is you know obviously uh, revenue stream, which is what you're after there. So it's it's all the work is is worth it, man. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I'm just having fun, man. Like it's just been fun from the start, and even if it doesn't, I mean it will. But it will. like, even if I wasn't. Uh, you know, even if that wasn't going to happen, I'll still be doing it because it's really fun and it doesn't take too much for me to do. Like the best part is riding. The longer part is the Actually, I do say it's about the same. I'll go for a four-hour ride and I'll edit it for two hours into a 15-minute or less episode. So like... That's a lot of footage to cool. It is, yes. It's fun because I get to relive some of the hilarious moments in between. Some of them I can't put in the episodes because they're just like either too filthy, too you know, too blokey, too ridiculous, right? Um, too, 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 too explicit. Join you should too do. Race, oh, you too could racy. No. Yeah, yeah. You could do actually. It'll tie into one of the things that I'm doing. I'll tell you about. Actually, you can't do it yet anyway. But I'll explain in a sec. I got an idea for that. But keep going. Yeah. No, that's it, mate. Just fucking just look, just concentrating on that. Um, I made a, uh, as far as music goes, I made a, I made a fucking couple beats. So I chucked some new ones up on notionbeats.com, but only like two or three, but it's all good. Okay. Still doing it. Still grinding and winding. Love it. Love to see it. Here for it. Uh, bike yeah, gang. It's all about the bike mm-hmm. gang. Nice. Nice. We should, we should, we should go on a bike ride, all three of us. I'd do it. Oh my God. That would be It's amazing. fun as shit. Yeah. I would just hire it. a bike for you for the day. It costs like yeah. 80 bucks and we'll sort it. I would actually do it. I guess we'd probably miss the boat this year, but um, uh, I don't have to go on the trails. Like we, just, we can ride on some dirt, but nothing crazy. Just just ride on just go for a bike ride in the far in the in the areas where I ride around. Yeah, sure. yeah, I'd rock with that. I'd rock with that. That'd be fun. I used to love getting the Bixies in Montreal. I had the Bixie thing, and like just riding places was like super fun. And uh, yeah. and they're shit heavy bikes that don't very heavy don't bikes. don't really work well. For, like they're like they're difficult to turn they're difficult to fucking change gears it's really hard to get they're, some they're good for a straight line on a flat surface and if anything else happens you're fucked yeah <laughs> yeah in uphill is so difficult like it's it's yeah. it sucked but it was always just really fun to rock them so every time i did particularly lit when i was lit doing that shit like coming home from somewhere oh my god dangerous best oh uh, yeah but much much i had a lot of um bike paths so like you just stick to the bike paths because i knew how to get to where i needed to via the bike paths because i'm not interested i'm a big risk taker so like as far as physically i'm not interested i've been injured a lot playing basketball back in the day and i just don't want in to be injured i don't want to have to heal i don't want to have to fucking see stupid ass doctors who don't give a fuck i'm just not interested so 
I was just like, that. let's just stick to these bike paths and you still have a lot of fun and you still fucking fang it. Um, and you don't have to worry about like cars hitting you because they're pretty aware there. Whereas in Toronto, it's a little more like it's not as much oh, a part of the, the city. Yeah, it's the opposite. So, um, yeah, man, I'll be down for that bike gang, you know. What up? What it's about like, you, CPZ? What have you been doing since the last, been, uh, last week? I think it's been a quiet week for all of us. I, could, I was actually trying to think of what the fuck I did. It was mostly, I had a bunch of podcasts um, for BOS where, like, for some reason, it's like the interviews, like, are a little bit slow in summer, and then they fucking slay in, in fall. Like, we got so, some, some of the weeks, I got, like, three BOS episodes a week lined up in the next, like, month or two. So it's, wow. um, did a couple pods last week. Um, Saturday I had a pretty big fail in Toronto, which pissed me off. But yeah, we're supposed to meet up with you guys. Uh, drove to drop Tiff off and stuff, and then I got we got declined at a bar. I won't say where it was because I don't want to shit on them that bad, even though I'm still mad. But they wouldn't let us in with Barrington with the service dog thing too, which is I don't know if they're allowed to do that. But yeah, and then but yeah, I couldn't do anything because it was bar service, and then you guys were still doing your thing. I didn't know how long you're gonna be. I needed a piss. It was just like a mess. It was just a fucking horrible evening. I ended up going back home. Good times once I got home. Um, so like yeah, going out solo with the pup, not so much fun. If I had someone else yeah. there, you can you can handle it. So you can like one person take care if you need to. Like I couldn't just tie him up. Like he's a uh, well, I always thought like I feel like they're like you. If you see a dog that looks like that by itself tied up somewhere, and you're a cunt, you're gonna teeth that shit, bro. I'm, I could never leave him anywhere. There's no way. Um, cunts are fucked. So oh, we tell, we're just we've established that before yeah. on this channel. Um, we have indeed counts of fucked um mm. so that was unfortunate but what else was good yeah it was just, it's been such a quiet thing the most exciting thing i guess we did for the other channel this is kind of what i was saying before about an idea for you know she was uh for our high season channel our agency we launched the thing the youtube membership so he's saying that because he already signed up big up stevie signing up mm-hmm. so we hold on stevie hold on so we launched a YouTube membership. So basically, you can there's like a little button that pops up. You the your main thing is you have to be um, monetized to do this, and there's a few other stipulations. But basically, is it like can, Patreon? It's exactly like YouTube? Patreon, exactly right. But in the YouTube Sorry. system, so you, if we've already got we're coming up to 50k, well, hopefully sooner than later, but um, subscribers. So on that channel, wow. so we have a decent built-in volume of people, and they. The idea is we made it. You can you can put like different tiers that get different thing. We just got one tier. We made it five bucks. Super simple. We're going for volume here. We're going to do two, yeah. and you can put whatever you want. So we're going to do two live Q and A's a month. Um, we're going to do these resources, so like downloadables, whether it's just little checklists or little templates and things that other people actually have to buy. Like there's a lot of value that people are going to get. Um, That's crazy. You can do like b- different type of vlogs that maybe wouldn't work. Um, on the main channel that maybe people wouldn't care about would fuck our watch time and everything. We could just pop them in as like members exclusives and um, which is kind of what you could do with these um, like bloopers and B-roll and stuff like that. You could, if you did this, once you monetize, you could actually have additional content that you don't have to worry about because it doesn't need to come up in any algorithm. It only is served to the members who can access oh, it. And we'll probably do like maybe, you know, if you're a member and you want to do a consult, you get a discount, stuff like that. So like those are the main things for now. There was something else that we thought of too. That's really cool. So um, 
yeah, that's pretty cool. So that's youtube.com slash high season co co. Um, and you can sign up there. Again, we've been giving up free tips for five years coming up. I think it was December 2018 we started. So a lot of free, like hundreds of videos on there. So much uh, free quality content. And we haven't really monetized it much yet aside from the YouTube partner program and very, very few sponsors. So um, if that tickles your pickle and you want to learn how to do social and you want to get maybe more customized approaches, because cunts can ask questions. But you can only respond so much in the in the comments, right? But if you sure. ask us a question as a member, then you either know, like on the live, very personalized, like mm-hmm. we'll pull up your fucking Instagram on the live and go through it and answer your question in detail because that's what you're paying for. Even if it's that's five cool. bucks for our like, we charge three fifty US just for a thirty minute consult. So five dollars yeah. a month to get all of that access is such ins- we're given just insane value. I wanted to do more, but Tiff was like. Let's just aim lower. I'm like, you know what? No problem. And let's just have one tier. So there's one tier. That's it. Boom. So uh, there's some that, you know, once you get your shit, no, it's pretty cool. And we're going to do the same thing on um, uh, you, uh, Instagram subscription for the same thing. So basically, if we do a live, it can have a, a, a broadcast channel where you can just send stuff out to members, uh, same as all subscribers and the same thing on YouTube. And you can do lives for members only, um, download all the same shit. So um, I agree, Stevie. See, he's lit. He's just like, wow, that's great value. Yeah. Wow. He's that's like, a great unbelievable wow. value. I'm going to tell all my friends at the dog park. Right? <laughs> it's going to tell, man. It's a beautiful thing. So anyway, that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me this last week. Um, that's pretty fucking exciting. Yeah, it's pretty lit. You know what I'm saying? Now we're just out right. here. This is like, it's interesting because now we've all, I think it's what we were saying last week. Like We're into like hustle season. I just feel like now you know, we'll be doing stuff, but I know I just feel like it's just, I don't know, time to fucking work. That's probably the beauty of living in a cold place. Um, is that Yeah, true. If you're in LA not, or Florida uh, all the time, you're gonna be like, fuck working, bro. It's thirty-two degrees. I'm going to the beach, bitch. Or, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like whereas like here you'd be like, it's minus thirty-two outside. I'm staying the fuck in and just doing I'm stuff. Staying so it's uh, a different vibe. I, I quite like that about it, I guess. Not it it becomes a lot, but if you're able to Leverage that cold season, and you're now into fall. It's PSL gang. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> PSL. I know we talked about not, that last week. Technically not into fall yet. When does the season start? We've got Marvel September go. 23rd, technically, which is five. Oh, piss off! Five days. Five days away. Yeah, five little... days. What are you gonna do for the within those five days? In summer, we're gonna. I'm doing? gonna go. For, I'm gonna go do? for rides every fucking day because the the forest, all the leaves are falling and changing colors already, dude. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I noticed a little te- bit. As soon as the temperature got below like 15 degrees, all the trees started changing. All the maple trees started to go red and yellow and just drop. And then certain parts of where I'm riding that doesn't get much sh- um, sun, the leaves are already decomposing and they're brown and fucking slushy shit already. So Damn. some parts are really need to take it easy. In uh, Vermont and um, Maine, because um, they're a little more mountainous, so they get colder sooner. They were already mm-hmm. changing a little bit, so leaf peeping season. Yeah, it's coming up to it. I'd say definitely. It's usually like a, there's like a two week window in October. So it looks um, amazing. Yeah, it's the best. I wanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where to go. Last year there was a place. I, I got a feeling it's cold. Like, fuck, it's up near like on the way to Milton, up near like Third Moonish kind of way, like. There's some like national park. It's got like a gangster name. I forgot what the name of it. Some sort of like, oh, I forgot the name. But that looked pretty sick. And there's some like wicked lookout apparently. 
Sorry. But there's one here that I found, but yeah, I don't know much else because this is like we used to go up to Tremblant in, in Quebec and that shit is insanity up there. It is Trumbull. fucking wild. Tremblant is killer. And Vermont always, we used to go up to Vermont for a bit of leaf people. I want to so. go there heavily. Yeah. Tremblant uh, is fire. Fire. There's crazy mountain biking there. Yeah, the whole Quebec, I think. You should do there's tons of, um, yeah, you should definitely get out there. Yeah, Bromont, Summerlin, uh, Mont Saint-Anne. Oh, you know all this stuff. Okay. Uh, Bromont, yeah, wow. that's up near Sherbrooke. You are just a fucking Quebec. Wow, what's you the just know. Wow. Oh, wow. You, I bet you speak French. Wah, 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 wah. And the best yeah, part. No, I'm, good at, I'm pretty good at that. All those still. places, uh, Tromblant is pretty, they're all pretty Anglo. Like all of them are pretty balanced. Like you're not going to have. And there's Bromont too. Yeah, Bromont's near Sherbrooke, I think. So um, That's tight. Which hey, is, we, went Sher- we went Sherbrooke, didn't we? Uh, we we done a we done a road trip to Sherbrooke before you moved. We us. fucking yeah. no, yeah, we did. You're right, we did. That was so bonkers. We had to pick up the goddamn uh, fucking U-Haul, U-Haul. bitch ass fucking yeah, U-Haul. Was that was fun. <laughs> we had, we had a good trip, but Jesus yeah. Christ, like, it was the most. And I don't even think about that. That was such a rough time. Right, we had fun, but they made us fucking work for that shit, bitch ass bitches, mm-hmm. bitch. That's crazy, mm-hmm. pussy holes. Um. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got a couple of like more fun discuss like topics to go through today that are a bit more like debating and shit, which I think is more fun. Now, we only have a few little like news things. So maybe we just do that quickly first and then we can Hang them out. go into them. So I saw today the little brother is dropping a double single at midnight tonight. Um, called The first song is called Wish Me Well. Second is called Glory, Glory. So, uh, you know, Fonte was sharing That's that. It's cool. Very funny. If I may jump in real quick, I posted a reel on uh, Notion MTV today and I used uh, Fonte So Help Me God as the musical soundtrack. Best. You guys, you guys should watch it because this video actually is, is the, there's a jump line called Leviathan and it's like, it's new and it's, it's fucking sick. It's all grown in and it looks like I'm, I'm flying through the jungle, dude. And it's it's like seven or eight jumps in a row. It's epic, but I've got Fonte in the background, but not so loud, but you know, I use, uh, I try to use the most gangster, obscure shit because I want cunts to know what kind of hip hop that I like from posting on my page. I want to track that in a bunch of crowd that knows what the fuck's up. Oh, here it is, yeah. I'm watching it right now. Yeah, I don't want to uh, play it just in case it gets a uh, thing. See, you're going so fast. Oh my gosh, like you do one little thing wrong. And that's yeah, a yeah, um, really, really, really spill. That's a sore fucking neck, mate. Fuck my life. Yeah, go check out Notion MTB on Instagram, go, and just watch some and of these YouTube videos. more importantly and YouTube and uh, hit that uh, subscribe button, hit that follow button, and uh, send Notion. Uh, you know, po- hey, you going? Send him, send him a get a, but also like a positive. Don't stack energy. Yeah, don't don't stack. But like the the Instagram is just the highlight reel. It's all the fucking you know. It's all the good stuff. So if you want like short, sharp fun, then that Instagram's where it's at. But YouTube is where I want you to go. So do you think? Go and do that. Boom, boom, boom. That's a promo today. Thanks. I love to see Thanks, it. Thanks, mate. Love Everyone's it. getting love a promo. It. And make sure I, Dan Johnson, go get that. Hit that mm. fucking dumpy dump. Give him a little like. Give him a little like. Dumpy dump. Send him a, little, a few mm. eggplant emojis. Comments and make plant emojis on this thing. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do it. Yes. There we go. Eggplant emojis in the chat. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we talked about the actual stand-up last week, but I did we talk about it last week or did I just tell you about it, Dan? Like, how did you I know about it? I think you told us. I just, I don't remember how you told us. I just remember you text message in the group. Text. Okay. So we didn't talk Maybe about it. Maybe it was a text. Perfect. So that means, okay, amazing. So 
If anyone knows, like, like uh, a sound comedian, Shane Gillis, he was a dude who got the job on SNL and then got um, canned from it, which is probably the best thing to ever happen to him. Um, so he's got a stand-up, a new special on Netflix called Beautiful Dogs. It is the best. And Dan didn't – you didn't know who he was at all, right? No, I, I don't know who he was. Sure. But, Did oh you know him, God, Nash, or you didn't know? so funny. I know who he is, yeah. Okay, so you didn't – okay, but Dan didn't. And you enjoyed it. The cunt's the best. He's just so funny. It's just that whole, like, so yeah, dude. So funny. Everything's dude after every fucking sentence. That's so funny. So um, very bro American, like very yeah, frat dude, yeah. bro. It's yeah. it's just so good, and just the like the takes are just so good. He's really up there for me. So then, so Dan watched that, and then last night he has this, um, like the closest thing we could describe it as is like Chappelle show called Gillian Keeve. So he's got this other dude. I think his name's John McKeever, another comedian. So they uh, paired up and they do this. Um, the sketch show, but they had like a live special where they were actually live and then showing the sketches to the audience and kind of reacting and having mm-hmm. funny banter in between. And the sketches are like as good as Chappelle show where you're fucking dying laughing <laughs> at the sketches as opposed to SNL when you're like rolling your eyes at this fucking, this is lame. Yeah, and then the audio tracks doing the laughing that they imp- they impose on it, not the, you're actually yeah, laughing. exactly. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, it's super whack. So well, that's great. Um, Definitely highly recommend those two. Yeah, really, really good. So that's on the the specials on Netflix. The one that I watched, the Gillian Keys, was on Apple TV, but you had to pay like five bucks for it. We didn't mind doing that because uh, he's awesome. Um, five bucks ain't much. What else? Um, if you want to cry, you could. There was another docker I watched. So after I came home on Saturday and Tiff came home after, I just had some beers and watched this one. Probably shouldn't have. It was a little too sad for me. It was called The Deepest Breath. It was a docker about the um on Netflix about um they're, they're free divers. So basically, they're the cunts who are nuts, and they go just basically a big ass breath and they try and go down as far as they can. Yeah, you know the shit. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. There's like a safety rope. They kind of follow yep. the line down. There's little flags on it. There you go. At the bottom, they go and get it. So it was this girl, this Italian chick, and this dude who's Irish, and he was like one of the safety. He did it too. Was one of the divers, but he was more one of the safeties who like meet them to make sure because they said 99% of the accidents happen on the way. So basically they dive straight down. Oh, like yeah. I'm talking 100 meters. Apparently that's like a 70-story building. They go down, free fall down, get the thing, and then go all the way back up, like pitch black down there. And then go back up. And apparently 99% of the um, issues happen in those last 10 meters. So you have one free diver that goes down like 40 meters and meets them. And then you've got one at the top that's maybe 10 meters down. And then they just watch them and they sit there. And if, if, if they help you, then you get disqualified. But usually they had footage of people and all of a sudden they would just be there and they're kind of like, you don't touch the rope, but they're swimming up and all of a sudden their arms will go down. They just kind of like start bobbing. They go limp and then they get them. They push their head up and close their airway so they don't swallow water and then bring them to the surface and literally bobbing in the fucking thing, give them CPR. Yeah, it's fucking wild, man. These people are, it's no different than like skydivers, but just in the ocean. It's crazy. Unbelievable. Um, anyway, it was just sad. So I, I that's, a, that's a different kind of crazy shit. Damn, total bro. different crazy shit. But anyway, yeah, it was like just a sad story of like obviously someone dies during this shit. And that was the story of yeah, the person, but you didn't know which person it was that sort of dies during the thing. So that shit was hella sad, but um, fascinating too. So if you want to check that Roller out, coaster of, of emotions, roller coaster, right? bust out a few little tears. Sometimes it's good to get them out. You know, you know only real real cunts fucking have a sook here and there so uh, sook it up that's true, that's true. um <laughs> russ opened for so russ been doing good he had the uh the album um santiago santiago that uh you know 
I, I dug it. I kind of like his other stuff more than this direction that he's going, but it was cool that I felt like he was just throwing music out. This felt like a little more thought through, I guess. All right. So he just got a thing where he opened for Ed Sheeran for, you know me, he sells out himself like 20,000 people in a thing, but he's like, this was 80,000 people in like a big, big stadium. Damn. Um, so he got to do that, which is a good look for him to be able to. <clears throat> 80,000 people. So that's like a Rogers Center. No, Rogers only 50,000. So this was in, I think it was in LA. So it would have been maybe SoFi or something like Staples. that. No, Staples is a, just a basketball arena. This is a stadium. So like a baseball stadium baseball typically or, or football. Yeah. Match. So like uh, um, uh, SoFi Stadium in, in Inglewood. Yeah. Um, that sell Crowns and Hops, our friend's beer, by the way. they uh, I think right. I think that's where it might have been, where I could tell. But that's a good look for uh, young Russell, rocking with uh, old Teddy, big Ted dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a good look. Um, and then a couple, the, all the rest. Oh, yeah, one more little gossipy thing. Tiana, t- so for all the single fellas out there, your time is here. Get your mm. fucking game on. Tiana Taylor apparently split from Iman Shumpert, who was her husband, I believe husband, um, you know, father of her children as well. Uh, NBA player, I forgot who we played for, Houston or something, I think. Um, ah, NBA, I huh? think, yeah, he's an NBA dude. Um, so apparently they're split up. Tiana's pretty fine, so, you know, I'm sure she won't have too much problem. Uh, I'll give her a shout then, just see what she's saying. Hit them the DMs, weekend, my mate. guy, hit them DMs, you know, flew, you know go, I mean? go, go flute her out, flute her out, son. So that's for the mandem. Um, now, a few new projects that came out. So, or, or songs. So, Drake and Scissor dropped the single, which is the first song from the For All the Dogs uh, called Slime You Out. Did you cunts hear that one? No. Yes. Thoughts? It was- this, is, this is snippet, though. Mm. Okay, you got the vibe. The snippet was yeah, enough to get the vibe. Um, what do you guys think? Did you dig it? It was great. Singing Drake, you know? Yeah. Can't mm. complain. Seeing Drake is back. Yeah. And uh, it's so funny. I saw the Grand Wizard uh, account post about it. <laughs> it's just so funny how much he loves Drake. Yeah. Like, I'm going to see. I think I said this to my friend. I'm going to see if I can find what he said. But it was just so He's always gassing funny. up Drake. Yeah. Oh, right, here we go. He said, <laughs> he goes, Drake venting on the outro as the beat was fading out is what we needed. He goes, text your ex season is approaching. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's so funny. I saw that one. That's funny. Oh, grandy. You know, it's cuffing season right now, bro. Yeah. Man's just fucking... You know, Early, so if you're smart, you're going to be... If Everyone's going stupid on it. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen it on, on a couple of friends of mine have been posting about it. You got to... Like, oh, it's time to go out, boys. We're going to fucking sort one out for the season. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, go, go for it, mate. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people, CBF going out in the winter. Work to do. Yeah. Well... I respect that. So anyway, I thought the song was cool. I like uh, Drake had a line. He said, all I see is W's and M's my life looking like a bathroom. And I was like, that's yeah, a that was, that was bar. That's that a, was a bar, man. That's a great, great bar. Um, it was a little corny. He did it's that same verse where he did that. He was like talking about each month and what happens in each month. I just feel like. Everyone's gassed over that one. Everyone loves that one. I, did, I didn't like that. I thought that was a bit bit corny. Um, it's that's so, why I kind of like it. Yeah, I guess so. I understand that that's what Drake does. I didn't think it was a shit song by any means. Scissor's voice is spectacular. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was a cool it was a cool joint. It's not what I expected, but um, I liked it. So uh, we shall see how the album, the album now got pushed, by the way. It was supposed to be this Friday. Now it's uh, October 6th. 
to the same, um, yes. Because of like he either would have had to cancel shows to finish it on time. Um, otherwise, he just they bought him, I think, two weeks extra. It's enough time to do it. That's probably what happens when you announce too soon and, you know. Mm. Blow your wad. Yeah, blow your load too early, mate. Just spooging everywhere. So uh, drizzly. It's drizzly season there. Mm. Uh, so Drizzly spooge. Drizzly spooge. Yeah, we already did the spooge balloon uh, episode when uh, Dan went to the show. So it's a lot of spooge with Drake. A lot of spooge. <laughs> um, pause. So Diddy dropped an album, the first one. He dropped in fucking a hot minute uh, called The Love Album. And uh, I listened to most of it um, on the way to Toronto on Saturday. It was cool. It's, it's very much like um, like he used to do, but the closest thing these days is probably like Khaled uh, or even the Metro Boomin projects where they get the, you know, it's like you get the same cats if you get them in the studio and then you're like, all right, drop a verse here. Oh, I've got, you know, maybe you get 21 Savage for five hours in the studio and then he'll lay three verses on three songs or something like that for you. So you're like, all right, bet, beautiful. Then you bring people and that's when you start seeing repeats of the same artist, which is... I think it's a little boring, but also as someone, an artist myself who has put together projects, I can completely understand because if you've got somebody and you can just make life easier for yourself and they're talented anyway, it's cool to put them on a few joints, um, mm. spread it out a little bit. Um, so, I, but it's cool. I might give it another listen, finish it off. Cause I had some like, it was, it was like, it was fine. I didn't think he's it was- doing like a lot of promotion for it. Like a lot of really, yeah? like I haven't, I haven't <clears> seen Diddy on my Instagram so much like for a long time. Interesting. Like I'm seeing it everywhere. So maybe I should listen. I don't know. Give it a listen. I think you might like. It was cool. It was cool. It just like it, to me, every and this is kind of what we were gonna get into these topics in a sec. I just feel like it's maybe a bit more background music, which I think is a lot right. of stuff these days. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was cool. And the other album I listened to on the way to Toronto was Nas Magic Three. Um, so, it's just, so I think he said on it that's it's the sixth album he's done with Hit Boy. So he did three Kings Disease and now three Magics um, mm-hmm. projects through from them. It, I think it was because it's celebrating. Also dropped on his fiftieth birthday, and it was like a whole thing, you know, fiftieth year of hip hop and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So like, there are lots so of are things. We, in are we are we still on the vibe that he should retire? Or so whoa, whoa. that was only you. But no, no, like us, <laughs> like all of us. Remember that day where we all said it? I remember. You need to okay. watch your mouth. Yeah, you need to man. slow down, my guy. You back back so the my, truck up there, Daniel. My memory, right. my memory is a bit hazy. So. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go back to that episode and double check, see what Daniel had to say. No, I had a, a few months. Sure. Uh, shout out Weapon X. He was like, Who do you let talk about rap on your <laughs> podcast? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> and I was like, he's, oh, he's playing, he's playing, he's playing. It's okay, it's okay. Um, Shasta X, he's the GOAT. So Absolutely. The, I thought the album... Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys listen? Did you guys listen to it? No, I haven't listened to it. I don't think I haven't. But maybe I'll give it a try one day. Like, it's cool, but I'm like... This but is, in the uh, back of your mind, you're like, should he retire? It's more just like, I, I just feel... It's blasphemy. Watch your mouth. Okay, how am I going to say this? I just feel like all new music is content and all the beats, I, I would none of them were like inspiring. Of that whole six album series he's done, there's been a few joints that were slappers and shit, but I'm like, it's like, Nas is great consistently. Like he really, truly is. He's one of the greatest rappers of all time, unquestionably. 
It's just like every album I hear, I'm just like, did we need this? Do we really need mm. this right now? Like, right. did you rush this out? How much time? I just feel like nothing has, nothing's impressing me to any deep degree anymore. And I, I mean, maybe Nas is a little like, I don't know, one of the goats. Like everything he does is like, is dope. Like he's had a few flat uh, projects. So I don't think he's been the greatest at picking <laughs> beats. But yeah, it, it didn't like, I don't like, Tiff was like trying to tell me something and she was like, I can pause it for you. Um, no, or she was like, I'll oh, turn it down. You're going to listen to this again. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't think I listened to any of those <laughs> albums more than once of any of his series. Um, and I just don't see, I don't know. It didn't, it doesn't really move me that much. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it's not, I'm not saying anything is shit. I'm just more like, is this just noise? At what point does it just become noise now? Like how much new music do we need? That's what make, turned me off right mm. now of being an artist directly. Like I'm like, I put out hundreds of songs and so many projects, like who cares? Like who gives a fuck? Does anyone give a fuck? I don't know, I don't know. But um, so that was those two albums. And then just a quick shout out. So my friend Angela Nash in Montreal, singer, she's great. She dropped her album called Unintentional, which uh, our other good friend of the show, Jonathan Emil, uh, executive produced. So I heard a couple nice. of the joints and she I heard a couple of the singles and seen the videos. So I was looking good. So I'm, I'm keen to, to slap that album and see how that goes. Um, so that is all the news, really. So we have two different topics and sort of one leads to the other. Um, so one thing, no, do you want to introduce it? Because you were having a chat with somebody which um this one was in, was inspired by that conversation and then tiff had a similar one that her and i had and um it kind of like is a follow-up from from your compo yeah word so i was having a a powwow with a mate and uh just having a smoke and a chat and then i can't remember how we got onto it but like i remember I think I was just showing songs or showing beats maybe and then iTunes came on to shuffle or whatever. And then I said, like, oh, this song wouldn't fly today because they're talking about, like, literally real shit about how systems fucked and how people get, you know, literally, like, targeted, whatever. And then, man, like, this wouldn't fly today. Like, for example, Rage Against the Machine, like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Like, all that's kind of like, dude, it's mad anti-system, so, mm. which is super tight. And, like, they're, like you know, Groups like Public Enemy wouldn't fly today, and that was just basically the the conversation. Like, is political or disruptive music dead? Because if you speak the truth, then cunts get shut down. But if you talk about the devil, you get promoted. Like, what's the deal? Mm. You know. So that was kind of the angle of the conversation. So interesting. Reckon? Let's see what Dan has to say on that one first, because I don't know. I guess so. The overall question is: Is it dead? And then maybe Dan, for you, on that topic. Mm. Did, did you were you exposed to much politically uh you know motivated charged. politically charged thank you as well as looking for um rap music you know at any point in time um so which one do you want me to answer first the one i asked first and then go like were you exposed just to give some context because obviously was I, I was yeah like you know did you listen to Dead Prez um, like no said Public Enemy Rage did you hear like Green Day or did you hear like you know anything like that anything so I, I I have been exposed to it multiple times growing up let me just the album that I listened to Bob Marley um, 
The no cool. no no. The album I listened to from you guys. You guys showed me one album, but I listened to it before you guys showed me this album. Okay. It, was oh, it, yeah, it was the it, it was the Dead Press album. Let's, Let's get, get free. free. Yeah. Two thousand. So that was, was a great album. Right. Time. Yeah, so, amazing. but even before that, I listened to one of my favorite Fire in the Booths to this day is <laughs> by an artist called Akala, mm-hmm. who is a poli- he's now a politician and oh, his rap. Oh, was the dreads. Yes, yes, and he was politically Dude, every amazing. everything he done was politically <laughs> motivated, and he taught me so much about like the prison system, about That's how brilliant. the government works, and like it, he was one of the first politically charged rappers. Uh, at least of that genre that I listen to, and like he's still to this day the best Fire in the Booth I've ever listened to. Sick. That's so, one of the best uh, artists it's, it's in that just sort of category. So good, but it's the best the I've I've ever listened to. Yeah. Like yeah, like it, it's it's so good. So like you got people like Stormzy who do it, like but his whole thing isn't just political, like rap. He does it on like a couple songs, or he might slip in a couple lines about Boris Johnson or. Or about the mm. current prime minister, you know. Or but like he doesn't it's too commercial. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't. He wouldn't For say sure. those are mad, mad things like dead press or just like even what Akala was saying. Like stuff that Akala was saying was crazy to me. Like the stuff yeah. he was revealing didn't wasn't taught to you. It wasn't taught to you in exactly. school. And I I listened mm. to this. He he released this. I'll show you. It's his fire in the booth part one. I'll find it now. A K A L A. Oh, sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's right now a UK politician. But, uh, I've seen a lot of inter- inter- uh, intellectual conversations with him talking about yes. what you're talking about before, like the system, the prison stuff, he breaks it all down. He's very well-spoken. He's super, very well-spoken. He's, uh, I don't know if you know, do you know an artist called Miss Dynamite? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's her brother. Really? Oh, oh wow, this is a Where long is verse. There's a lot of words in this. Okay. Yes. And the, basically, I listened to that even in school, and it was stuff that I've never heard from school. Like he taught me mad shit I'd never knew. So Super to answer tight. your question, yes, I have been exposed to it. And this was 12 years well, ago. Good examples. Yes, 12 years ago. <clears throat> okay. So, hey, let me just, I just pulled it up. I can watch it after. Um, okay. And then following up then, the second part of that was like, do you think then now that I guess just, I was just curious as to how much you're exposed to it because I, I don't think since you would have been maybe like uh, exploring music, there was a lot of this to even um, tap into. Like it was a lot of it was either underground or before your time or whatever, but you've gone and qualified that. So that's good. So then do you think it's dying um, that sort of, you know, speaking the truth music? Have you, what are your thoughts on that? I think, uh, yes, it is dying because... I think so many things, like, right now, everything's just fucked up in the world. So it's kind of just like everyone doesn't, people want to use music as an escape and not as a way to be like, oh, I need to learn more about what I'm already seeing on Twitter, what I'm already seeing in the news every day, what I'm hearing about this, this and that all the time. So I think that contributes to it a lot. People yeah. just not wanting to hear that. It's just it's kind of like bad vibes kind of thing. Although it's more educational, it's still kind of like, I don't need to listen to this when I could just listen to rich people rap for people like Drake rapping about a jet and shit you know like stuff like that so I think that's one of the main reasons why it is dying mm. and plus it's also the <clears throat> uprise of a lot of like I don't know I don't even really want to call it mumble rap anymore because I feel like it's disrespectful to call it mumble rap because 
there's so many of my favorite artists who are put into that category, but I think they're just beyond that. Mm. But I think the uprise of that kind of rap now has now outweighed the political, politically charged rap. And it's kind of like, again, I just think it's more related to to wanting to find, well, use music as an escape as opposed to use it as a way to have to learn more about the bad shit that's always happening every single day. Hmm. That's a great fucking point. So I so basically you're saying that the, the I was going to say demise, it's not quite, but like crumbling of society to a degree, it's not the same place we grew up in anywhere, mm-hmm. is causing people to want to use music as an escape as opposed to a... Um, educational opportunity even though you said that you learned a lot from this akala dude and from people like that mm-hmm. at a time when maybe you're learning about the system which is interesting yes. maybe you're a little older or were more mature and willing to or more adventurous and you are willing to kind of listen uh and soak up knowledge from this shit and maybe not everybody wants to receive knowledge via music which is fair and it's their prerogative i guess um, I guess, but I, I just, I feel like maybe at the time, maybe it was more of a timely thing where before when we didn't have access to so much information online, like before, like all, everything was on Twitter or everything was on Instagram, everything was kind of just like, you know, you, you, you live your life as like, like, like ignorance is like bliss throughout your whole life at that period of time. So it's kind of like, oh, you don't know what's happening with the government, but it's fine. It doesn't really matter. You don't know mm. how prison works. Oh, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Kind of thing. But now, and he would be one of the only people to actually explain it. Because you wouldn't hear it in the news. You wouldn't hear it like anywhere else on the radio or whatever. But he would be like one of the few people to say it. So it's kind of like maybe it was more of a timely thing. And now we have all, we have access to all the information. Well, not all the information, but way more. It's kind of like, I don't... I don't need someone else to be telling me the stuff that I already know at this point or like just the stuff that I always see kind of thing. Mm. I think that's another great point, actually. That So it's literally a different society as well, even though it's more fucked. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like 10 years ago is a very different time. Like yeah. very, very different time. So I, I feel like with a lot of uh, information nowadays being so out there, it's kind of like... It's it's not the and, right time to release so that music. Yeah, and and that as well. Yeah, I want. Yeah, hmm. And when you were saying that, I mean, I remember learning about like conspiracy stuff. So like David Ike and Alex Jones and all this shit in about I think it was oh three, and we were in the studio. Like Nosh was there with us. We were listening to like yeah. uh, Immortal Technique and Volume Revolutionary Volume Two, and being like, "What the fuck." Is he saying he is going to get killed? It was crazy. We couldn't believe it. So I'm learning about all of this shit through Tripping. Uh, going to lectures. Like I went to lectures uh, to hear David Ike speak and then different cunts would come and talk to us when we're getting higher. Then we'd be listening to this and and then Dead Prez. I can't remember if we were listening to Dead Prez when it came out or later on. I, I actually don't know. But mm. yeah, I feel like it was formative for us. And But maybe in this day and age it's maybe not the best way to present that information information. exactly or present it yeah like it's cool to have a few lines here and there but or or one song here and there um yeah Yeah, one song in the whole album will be fine if you actually want to get across that message but i don't think as a 
artists nowadays, you're going to find it very, very difficult. In my opinion, I obviously, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a rapper. I don't know about how the music industry works. But just looking from the outside in, it seems like if you were to be someone who's, uh, you know, trying to educate people on politics and uh, a lot of shit that, you know, we see on Twitter and shit, you know, I don't think you're going to make it that far. Mm. Or you're going to have one hit and that's it. You're going you're to be on a bunch of Insta pages being like, oh, this guy is saying all this cool stuff. And then you'll never hear it again. Right. Hmm. I think that's probably fair as well. Now, to answer, like, is it dying? I mean, I think overall it, it kind of is. I don't think that's really mm-hmm. that much of a question. It's unfortunate, but I think you pointed out exactly why it's probably dying. You've got cats like, see, now it's almost like political, like leaning artists. So, for example, that Tom McDonald dude, if you hear his stuff, a lot of his, I don't know, do you guys familiar with who that is? No, no who's that? So Tom McDonald's a white dude uh, with like face tats and he does Lots of songs that I would, the easiest way to describe it, I don't know if you call him like a MAGA rapper, but like a very right-wing, men should be masculine, everything's fucked, not everyone's racist, blah, 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 type of thing. Some of his stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's a fair point. Some of his stuff, I'm like, yeah, relax. Um, But a lot of the the lefties hate it, the righties love it. Um, All all of his songs, like all of his songs are about that. about this type of stuff, all about politics. So, I mean, that exists, but I think he's he's got a, he does pretty well, like millions of views, like he does well. But I feel like it's it's like playing to niches now. So, like Dead Prez was oh, based hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So you even think about Dead Prez, right? Like that whole album when you look at, it, that's just like he even says like separate the world into a socialist economy, and I'm like. They are socialist left-wing rappers on this one about the government's fuck. Even though now, if you really think about politics, all of that shit is a a blur. Like the lefties are fucking writing for the big pharma and and governments and stuff, which it was historically not their thing. And the right-wing now seem to be more for the people. If you look at, say, like even in Canada, like the uh, Conservative Party are campaigning on talking points that used to be far left, which is NDP. So like, bless you. So, like, everything's weird and muddled. And I'm only starting to get an understanding of the real politics over the last few years. Like, I'm still asking questions and trying to figure it out. But, yeah, I feel like the only way to kind of do it, you can't just do, like, you have to kind of take a stance. And I feel like that's almost with anything because you're just going to, if you're going to be an artist to do this, like, you can't just sort of talk about it. You'd have to be like, this is what's happening, but this is what should happen, or this is what I believe. And then you will attract those like-minded people as opposed to, I don't know, maybe the overall educational thing about systems fucked, which I think every side could agree on. I, I don't know, maybe it's too too generic and it's not enough to mm-hmm. get people interested in what you're doing. I don't know. That could explain no, it's, why. It's, it's, it's definitely not enough. Like, I'm even looking now through my Apple Music and I'm mm-hmm. looking at the albums I've downloaded since 2021. Mm-hmm. And the only thing which you could say has anything to do with the system or politics is the Dead Press album. And that's it. And like, I've not got any other album which will even rese- like in any way resemble that album. Yes, 23 is about. <clears throat> and that's, yeah, that's literally the only one. Hmm. See, that's kind of wild when you even, and I, you know what you're saying that I can't really think of anything much. I've heard, like, again, I heard a couple songs. Sometimes the song, there's a few songs like from people I'd never even heard of before that would do one that's a super political song and it'll pick up some traction online, like whether it's Reels, TikTok, or just on Twitter or whatever the fuck, people talking about it, whatever, cool. But that's kind of it. 
So I guess it's what it feels like then is that there isn't much appetite for political or disruptive music, specifically in hip-hop, I guess is really what we're talking about anymore, which is interesting because hip-hop began as a voice <coughs> for an oppressed group of people who didn't, who didn't get to speak out easily or publicly about what they were going exactly. to. So disenfranchised inner city people, predominantly black and Latino people used hip hop as a way to express their frustrations. And that's why it resonated. And that's why it's the biggest genre in the world after 50 years. But now it's being used as an escape as opposed to a way, like it's been, it's changed. And I guess that's growth. Like you can imagine rock and roll changed over the years. And so whatever. It also, it also got manipulated by the industry in such a, marketing sort of uh materialistic way and they fucking ch change the directions of the song mm. by like some of the sponsorships half the time like they'll give you a bag of money to just continue to talk about this ratchet shit to get little you know influential that's true like certain labels can really just change a whole like a whole artist like i i truly believe for example megan yeah. the stallion would be a completely different artist if she wasn't signed to her record label right she'd be so different same with like Ariana Grande. She'd probably be like a lot different and more like she'd just do whatever she wants to do. Right. And I, I just feel like record labels really, they, they, they are somewhat a blessing because obviously you get money, but like they can also really take away individuality from an artist. So it's very, it's very interesting. Very hmm. interesting. I agree on both points. And I guess they, yeah, they can sort of, steer you away from the message and i guess it's maybe in their interest to make more money make it more corporate than like and also take away the power from those disenfranchised people who created it as their voice and then all of these labels who weren't from that group of people typically i guess anyone in hollywood definitely whiteies um i imagine were controlling those entities and giving them the money and then being like ah oh, you know maybe don't say fuck the police how about we say like you know shake that ass you know, and then all of a sudden they're talking about all this stuff. I heard that. I, I don't even know if we talked about it, but the the Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, the new one they did together. Like, I didn't listen. Oh, I yeah. couldn't. I think I listened to like five to ten seconds. I was like, I can't. Like, the very first line was something about ass or pussy from me. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, man. Shut the fuck up. I can't stand it. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's so boring. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I think I don't think music is whack right now, bro. And this is like yeah. kind of almost now a good segue to the next part because I feel like we actually got to the core of that. You guys had some really good thoughts, man. Thank you, guys. That was good. Tiff and I then were having a conversation like, is hip-hop dying? And we were saying that because it felt like everything, and this kind of comes back to my critique of um, earlier about, say, like the Diddy stuff or Nas or whatever. Like, I think I've said this before, but I feel like everything we're seeing everywhere is content like you know everything's disposable on social media but now music and um tv shows and movies and probably podcasts the are content like nothing is thoughtful everything is rushed nothing feels like anyone put any fucking effort into it mm -hmm. then on top of that there's so much stuff out there that like 
it, it's impossible to be up on anything. We have no shared commonality or culture anymore for the most part. Like there'll be the big artists. Hey, did you hear Drake? Did you hear Nas? Did you hear like the Jay-Z? Cool. We talk about that. But then like we've, oh, did you watch that TV show? Oh, I didn't see it. Did you, oh, I don't have Disney. Did you watch that? Oh, I don't have Netflix. Like we don't even watch the same thing. There's no, the, the shared culture that we had in the Western world at least is essentially disappearing. So then it's harder for anything to kind of break through and to sort of, you know, affect everybody in a positive way. And then all the hip hop music I'm hearing specifically, like it's for the first time in a while, I think this is in response to this thing we saw, like there's the least amount of billboard. I think we talked about it on the pod, didn't we? Like yeah, there yeah, wasn't been one. Yeah. Right. Whatever it was or something about, there hasn't been no rap song that's chopped the chart, the billboard charts this year. I think only the other, only recently wow. it did. And I forgot who it was, but that's not normal. So that really signifies that hip hop is going, you know, it's you mute down? maybe it's, oh, uh, sorry. yeah, just for a sec. Actually, I can mute down. Hey, I got it. Uh, just until it passes. Um, like that hip hop has got to a point where like it's not, no one's resonating with it anymore. Let me unmute you. Yeah. Oh, you mute themselves. Okay. Um, hang on. Let me just unmute you from my side down. Oh, it's still going. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Like, so like, I don't know what you guys think, but like it feel to me and how I'm, I'm just not really moved by anything anymore. Anything I hear, like I might have something that's new, like the, when the Scissor album came out, hated it the first time I listened to it. Second time, I'm like, okay. And then now I listen to that a bunch. I feel like the R&B music is typically pretty good. I feel like rap music is just, I'm so disinterested. I barely hear anything that I would listen to more than once. Um, it just feels like cliche, lazy, like, uh, and I, I keep, Hundo. yeah, I just keep, I'm like, I don't think I want to, at least at this point, I'm not interested. This is the first time in 22 years, 23, whatever it is. I'm not interested in expressing myself through that medium anymore. I don't care. I don't think it's cool. I just think it was the coolest thing ever to have a sick bar or raps. I'm like, it's so lame to me now. And I'm like, this is weird. I don't like feeling like this, but I, it's just where it's gotten to. So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts about like, you know, is it, are we seeing, uh, I don't know about dying. The question was, is hip hop dying? But maybe that's a bit dramatic. No. Maybe it's like, is are we finally in that? Is, is hip hop had its time in like as the genre, and now we're going to just see a slow downhill climb? Yeah, I think it's going to yeah. it's going to do exactly that. It's going to go through a bit of a lull period at the moment because, like you know, it was you know it was a baby and it kind of just went fucking boom from pretty much in the shortest spike in all the genres. Mm -hmm. It's the most popular genre in the history of music, and then I don't know. I think it just the there was. There was two golden eras as far as we're concerned. Um, was it 88 and 94 is what they're talking Correct. about? Yeah. yeah. Word. So then what, like maybe, I don't know, with the, the quality and the state of, of with the uh, and the caliber of music now, it's kind of just going through a bit of a whatever. It's got bastardized by the system a lot. Everything got flipped around and manipulated a lot. And maybe it's going through a lull and will come back in a different way. It'll kind of get like forgotten about and something else will come back and be more pop. That'll chop the charts there, but I don't know. That's maybe where it's at, like a lull period. But like to piggyback what you're saying, as far as like the laziness and the and the, the crapness of the standard, <clears throat> I reckon like for example, when we review like the DJ, DJ Khaled album, how many times has he used samples from the '90s? That well, well not samples from the '90s. Like so, so, he's sampling songs like 
was sampled by cunts in the 90s, like, you know, the Tony Braxton songs, the, the whatever, whatever. Like, why are they using those? It's like, you know, recycling yo-yos or fucking mm. any, any kind of cyclical fashion. Every 20 years, like, something comes back. So, like, why are those beats getting just milked again, the same samples? Like, give us something new. Those kind of people, I think, like, <clears throat> have damaged the trajectory of hip-hop because they just kept on being lazy and getting out churning out shit and then slap it on when autotune became so popular and Antares and all the other companies made it like affordable for studios and then when technology got better the entry level to fucking getting into the into the studio and can be in your house instead of going to an actual one mm. so like you know all that kind of fuckery so i blame uh shit cunts like dj khaled uh not being as creative enough and holding it down like they should and uh putting hip-hop forward in a good place instead of recycling shit and just banging out crap dude because that's part of the problem i think that's where we're at now it's part of like then everyone started doing it then everyone just got their money up and but it, it comes at a cost and i think that's why it's kind of going downhill right now interesting i think it's i think it's harsh to blame someone like dj Khaled. Well, not just him but like <laughs> no, no not just well, him but like i think there's cunts that, that are doing that kind of stuff because it's everywhere man like all these producers are using the same samples they're all using the swv shit they're all using the whatever whatever everyone's using the same shit for like the last five years i haven't heard a banger that made me get goosebumps like some of the, the I, I, all the soul stuff i listen to the neo soul and the funk rap stuff gets gets me goosebumps none of this new like there's barely anything going on so like i just feel like the laziness is what i'm kind of playing it playing off from what c said because like cunts are lazy you can hear it in the production you can hear it in the everything the, the lyrics are corny they're always using autotune nothing there's no authenticity is too plastic now feels like it's polyester I have no issue personally with using uh, reusing certain samples because you can flip them differently. But like, as long as I it's also, completely different. It's too yeah, yeah. I also don't rich. mind it if it's the same, and I also have no problem with auto tune. I think rappers transcended it beyond. It's it's transcended beyond just being able to sound like to to sound a certain way. Like people like Travis Scott don't need he with auto tune. Uh, people can say it's not that talented, but he sounds incredible, and there is a talent within that. And I think I think Origin's fine. I think I think it's absolutely fine to use that. I, my issue is, yeah, like I don't know any new artist, or if any artist was to come about now, I'd be so skeptical. I'd be like, I don't know if I even want to listen to him, kind of mm. thing. <clears throat> like I I'm excited. I I don't. I, I feel like I'm harsh when I speak about hip hop specifically, but I also don't necessarily think it's that like it's as shit this year specifically. Cause I feel like this year hasn't been that bad in terms of who's released. But mm -hmm. again, it has just been my favorite artists have all just coincidentally released this year. So I have no problem with like the bigger artists are my favorite. My biggest issue would be finding new artists. Through so discovery. I just don't know who's, uh, a new rapper who's good like i right. wouldn't even count like lil baby as a new rapper anymore i'm no. just, I'm, I'm i'm speaking about like new new rappers because if i look at my like apple music the most like probably new artist now on my apple is probably corday and right. he's probably or, he's or maybe baby keem maybe baby keem is the newest or like but they them guys aren't even that new no so it's kind of like the the easiest way I'd be able to, you know, find an artist is through like a Metro Boomin album or DJ Khaled album where it's like, oh, I've never heard this guy before. He might be cool. Right. But like, I don't know. 
that's the that's the yeah it's just discovery is my biggest issue with rap now but i just i don't know the stuff that the the big hitters and like the big rappers like make i have no issue with honestly i felt i felt like dj Khaled's most recent album was amazing i felt like travis scott's album was amazing i felt like uh stormzy everything he released was great like there's so many things which has been released this year by obviously the bigger eyes i can't speak for a lot of the small eyes but i feel like it's been pretty good honestly like and I, i'm quite surprised because a lot of the like a couple of years ago it, it hasn't it, it wasn't really that good honestly mm, yeah so i agree with the discovery it is pretty tough to find new stuff like if you think about like yeah. someone whose first song came out this year or an artist is really being pushed like it's harder to find them and you, there's less motivation because you just it's too like uh, I could I'm wasting time. I this I could just go listen to something I know is going to be good as opposed yeah. to this person. So that makes it really hard for artists to get put on because people don't want to give them a chance because there's already too much happening. So like mm-hmm. that that interest that I grew up with that I imagine you both did as well of always looking for something new probably disappears a bit because you're just exhausted. Oh, it's by, it's like yeah it's like gone like if you look at that. for example remember the guy that Eminem and Dr. Dre are putting on that they easy were like, oh, I'm like I don't give a fuck I couldn't give like, a like, fuck I'm just like <laughs> I just know for fire that I'm not gonna like it and yeah. I got like, no disrespect it's just like yeah. I just don't care yeah. I'm just like I- I'd rather listen to Drake I'd rather listen to Young Thug I'd rather listen to like artists I know yeah. And it's like, I'm just, I'm happy, I'm more than happy just to wait months for them to release a, a single Something as opposed new. to finding a new artist. Yeah, and I think that's definitely a big, big problem. Cause that, and I think maybe that is why our uh, labels are using, are only like signing people who already go viral because they don't want to do yeah. artist development and get artists to be good because it costs too much money. Then if it didn't, doesn't work, then they've wasted money. But if you get someone who's already viral for whatever reason, you can just sign them and then boom. Um, mm-hmm. you know, capitalize off their hard work. Um, but then coming back to what Nosh said about that, I think that that's got to do with this laziness in that, but the, the, you know, the samples, but I think there's like a, a thing about nostalgia right now, everywhere. Like, I think we'll oh, bitch yeah. about it. Still leaning into it, for sure. Leaning into it. Heavy. But too heavy. And it, like, it's to the, Khaled is easily the most guilty of it. Cause I, I almost feel like he damn near so, like brought it back. Um, I agree with Dan that I think that album was great. God Did was, like, I think my most listened to song of last Pretty year. Pretty good. Um, that was, yeah, that's an incredible song. Around. Yeah, there's a bunch of bangers on there, but, like, I heard a remix that came up in my uh, release radar on Spotify the other day from Khaled, and it was using another blatant sample again. And I, I was like... <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, it's it's cool if there's, like, one song on the album that's, like, you know, how we had the wild thoughts that used the Maria Maria mm-hmm. sample. Like, cool. That's the one song. Oh, a bit of stuff. But if every song on the fucking album just takes a sample from something in the 90s that was huge. That's He's not doing, like, under-the-table shit. Like, uh, sorry, like, a, uh, what's the word? Not, like, not like, um, you know, like, B-sides or, like, you know, album tracks. He's taken the single and then taken the songs, exact same the thing. One. It's just, like, lazy. And I, but I feel like there's a... Th- I think that comes maybe back to um, nostalgia is easy because there's a familiarity in that and then the radio is going to be more interested in playing it and then people are probably going to be talking about oh do you hear the song that uses the fucking d'angelo sample whatever and then it's like boom it's all something that was already popular so they don't have to work as hard that's why they make remakes of new mo- of old movies all the time no one's all barely doing shit like nothing's original yeah there's a how many Stuck. batmans are there and stuff like fucking relax like it's just like i don't know it's a weird time 
to be a listener. In, it's weird to be an artist when technically all of this technology should make it more democratic, but it's not. It's the complete opposite. It's never been more gatekept. All the labels own Spotify. You can't get on a fucking editorial playlist unless you're sucking someone's dick or you're signed to that label. Like no one, like even for me to try and get a publicist, it was impossible. I couldn't get a publicist to even help get on those lists. So like even trying to land a publicist to then get them to push you to be on the list, you already had to like, you can't get any help. You have to already achieve something. And the only way to achieve something really is to go viral. And the only way to go viral is to be dumb or ridiculous or insanely talented. And that's the least likely one to go viral. So you have to do something stupid. You have to say, my pussy pink, my asshole brown. And then you get put everywhere. And then this woman who can barely say a sentence gets fucking like he's one of the biggest rappers and wearing diamonds and getting fucking paid. And like, it's just like, what's the fucking point anymore? So I guess hip hop is like, <laughs> to me, that second, I mean, like no shade, but I guess shade to sexy red, like the asshole Brown chick. She is so fucking bad, but it's so ridiculous. And she has an interesting image and it's like that to me is the epitome of like oh we're that's uh, we've hit the top we've hit the pinnacle of fuckery now guys it's only downhill from here so i don't know maybe some that'll i'll get proven wrong there'll be some a dumber cunt soon enough that'll get put on it's just like a i think we are witnessing the the slow decline now i wouldn't say collapse but a decline in hip-hop and that's why it's not nothing's popping in the charts I think like country music is more popular. Like I saw Post Malone. Jesus Christ, that, I'll, yeah, I'll give up. I mean, Post Malone and Joe Rogan were on Rogan talking about they were going at, and Post Malone. All they were doing was talking about country music, like Damn, and all the artists so that they funny. love. And I didn't really know because it's all like that's where it's at. And maybe <laughs> country music is more fucking real than hip hop right now because hip hop has become a caricature, uh, caricature of itself, like. All the shit that you make fun of for rap is actually true. But before it was just people who didn't understand it and they were probably racist or they never knew a black person. And then now all of those people isn't think about all the biggest rappers. Aren't they just a caricature of everything? Who's yeah. normal? Who's like a, just yeah. a person that rap? J Cole is probably the only one like normal motherfucker that just raps who doesn't wear no chains. Is so many people's favorite. He's just normal. He's just like does good shit, doesn't give a fuck, he dresses poorly, he like has fucked up dreads. Rides like, a bike. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's just a dude just doing it. Whereas like, you know, Drake is a bit flustier. Drake is the closest thing because he's maybe emotionally real with people in like a, a vulnerable way. But who else? Everyone else is, you got legit drug dealer rappers like Griselda Cats, which is fine because they're being it's themselves. Dark. They're not related. But they like they're not, they're not really well, not to us, but they are to a bunch of people. But they got bars, yeah. and you can't front on the super, bars. Super bars. Well, that's but them wow. even having a career and being as big as they are is fascinating. If you really think about yeah, it, yeah, it is actually. It really yeah. is. Like I'm, I love their music, and I'm very surprised at how many people put them on and like put them on their albums. Like West Side Gun is like. Everywhere. Everywhere. And I'm like, I'm so right. happy for him, yeah. but I'm very surprised because I really didn't think hip hop had space for artists like that. Mm. Like, I felt like they're in the wrong generation kind of thing. Yes. Like, I, I, but I love that. Like, no shade at all because I actually love their music. Like, West Side Gun is so sick. All of them are so sick. So. They're, and they're also about our age um, as well, which is interesting. And they got there, like, they got put on at, like, 36 or some shit like that. Like, you mm. know, like, they weren't young. Same as, like, Boldy James as well, who works with Alchemist a lot. Like, they're, they're, those guys have probably been the most successful underground-type rappers 
And I just think because they're very good at what they do. Maybe that comes back to what I said before about talent. Like they're just really good. And they all were actual real drug dealers in a rough ass city like Buffalo. Like and that just maybe connected with people. Even if you never experienced it, you were like, oh man, these guys got stories. This is crazy. And the way they're always like referring to crack. And I don't know, it's like, it's kind of cool. It's almost like they're the crack version of the like pusher, like talking about Coke in these lines mm. all the time. Like, yeah, it's very similar. You know what I mean? It's very similar, actually. But for some reason that connects, but like that's the minority of stuff. There's very few people like them. No one else like them has been, has achieved that level of success, I would probably say. I can't think of anyone anyway, as far as like that rapidity rap. They have fucking uh, beats with fucking no drums sometimes, like some of those joints. Like I think that one, wasn't that the Royce and um, Benny joint had no drums or something weird on it? Love um, those ones. Yeah, that, that I'm saying, like, it's so abstract and weird. Like, I don't. It's it's like it doesn't make any sense that that's popping so much in this, in in this fucking cultural space we see ourselves in. So it's mm-hmm. like, so where do we see? Okay, so then really, I guess to bring this home, like, where do we see hip hop going from here? Fifty years this year, we talked about the you know the problems that we see with it, and then sort of where it all stands now. Obviously, this is all subjective. We're just saying our personal opinions. Who knows if we're right? But do you guys? Where do you think? What wh- what's next? Do you think rap's going to continue to dumb down for a bit, or have we ha- hit that pinnacle of dumb country? Do you think it improves and and maybe the cream rises yeah. to the top and all the shit cunts just give up or something because they realize how many rappers there are and it's like not that easy come up that a lot of people thought it was what do you guys think hmm i think i don't know i feel like it's like right now we're on we're not at like the very bottom of how it has been it's always been like a steady decline from like what when Lil pump was popping in like 2014 or something so I it's, think like, that's it's, not, it's, it's not like a new <clears throat> thing uh how no. hip-hop at the current state of hip-hop I'm hearing some crazy noises outside on the street, by the way. I don't know. It's what only that. Um, at the end. Um, fucking, yeah, I don't think it's like a new thing. So it's kind of like, I see it being a very similar level where I feel like I, I, it has reached its peak because there aren't so many big artists right now actively making music and there aren't enough new artists who have reached like big level. Mm. So it's kind of like... And everyone big is like approaching, they're like aging and this can't, they, we won't be able to get a year, like for example, like 20, 2005, for example, when hip hop, when you had like, you know, not even 2000, like 2003, when you had so many artists, <clears throat> like so many different amazing artists released in one year. Mm. And like having Kanye and 50 Cent be like, oh, who's going to sell the most albums this year, for example. So you're never going to really get that. But I still feel like, I feel like it'll be fine. It's just, I just don't know who's going to take over. That's the only thing because there's, there's just no real like new artist anymore. So right. I don't know that I feel like it's, it'll be fine. I just don't feel like it's <clears throat> going to be, I feel like maybe genres will merge more mm. because if you see like, Oh, it's that bad bunny. Who's on like a lot of rap songs now, but I listen to a lot of bad bunny now. I listen to a lot more reggaeton now, but like, and I love bad bunny. He's so sick. And I think maybe genre merging might be more uh, normalized, I guess, hmm. because having a lot of like Hispanic and Latino and Latina artists on like rap songs, it sounds amazing. I don't know hmm. what they're saying, but it just sounds so sick. So it's kind of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's the direction it takes, but I feel like maybe 
I feel like he'll be fine. Like, I honestly don't feel like it's going to get much worse. I also don't feel like it's going to reach the levels that it has reached before. Hmm. So, I don't know. I like that. That's thoughtful. That's a great answer. No, do you have any thoughts? Where's rap going? Mate, I mean, like, overall, it's fine. It's just going through a bit of a fucking, I don't know. It's just going to the next part of the transformation, I guess. It's going to go through a bit of a, you know, there's some shit parts, there's some good bits. It depends on what you're looking for. There's, it's out there. There's lots of different shit. But, like, it's not, nothing's really wrong with it. It's just going through a, you know, going through the phase. The next one. Right. Just going for a 10-year phase. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. It's, it's just, it's just but, a steady and slow decline. It's nothing which is so drastic where it's like... I think... We'll, we were at the peak, peak, and then now it's just like this. Mm, yeah. it's, it's kind mm. of just like been overall kind of just like gone from here to just like gradually get a bit, bit, bit more worse every single year, mm. I guess. Yeah. All, I mean, the, all the shit counts, all the shit counts will fizzle out and then everything will be okay again. So I don't know. Yeah. It'll be all right. It just, it's just, I don't know. The sound's going to continue to evolve. Like, I don't know. don't know where it's going, but like, it's okay. It's going to be, it's not going to ever be the same as what it was. So we just need to pick and choose what we like. Fuck, see how we go. Yeah. I wonder if the label, like, I feel like it's going to be interesting to see how much dumber it's going to get until, like, where do, where do people draw the line? Like, obviously, we're mm. a little deeper in it, whatever, and take it a bit more seriously. But where does the average consumer just be like, oh man, this is obscene. What the fuck are they doing? Like, I think everyone's gonna have their like boiling point where they're like, fuck this, I'm yeah. done with rap. But then are the people, are the gatekeepers going to let a more intelligent uh era of rappers um move through Why the not? gates as uh, you know, maybe if it if it gets so dumb and then are they gonna try and like raise the intelligence a little bit, or is rap just gonna maybe, you know, when we were coming up, it was like a subculture and it was just this little thing. It wasn't on the fucking radio, it wasn't like in the charts, it wasn't you had to, you know, there was like one, two clubs in town that played the shit, like in Australia anyway. So like it's 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 just really interesting to see how much they're gonna like to to see how they'll reverse that trend and maybe in, if it won't like maybe what you guys said it won't ever get back to that same peak that it used to be but it might just find a nice little equilibrium where it's not there's there's always been dumb shit there was dumb shit in the 90s and in the 80s and there's been dumb shit in the 2000s yeah. like it's just got really really dumb now though like really really dumb so it's like does that dumb stuff just have some sort of level where it's like cool there's the people who like the dumb shit and that's okay and then there's going to be the, pardon It'll expire. That dumb phase will expire. It's like everyone goes through like their fucking, I don't know, whatever, their growing phases, their slut phases, their fucking drinking phases. Hip-hop's in a dumb phase. We'll get over it. Hmm. I like that. That's a... Uh, but you're going the, sorry, no. My, no, you're right. Yeah. My, my issue is the finding a new artist. Because I know it's deeper for Brad because I know right. Brad doesn't listen to a lot of new music. Sorry, Notion. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 I don't know who I was speaking about. I meant Notion. He doesn't listen Oof. to a lot of new music at all. Because I, I know, I think I it's deeper for you. I don't enjoy it enough. To share. I, think, I, think, I think it's deeper for you because for me, yeah, I don't like a lot of new uh, <laughs> artists. But then I feel like you don't know a lot of, uh, like, as I said, there's a lot of big, 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 like tapes that have dropped and I feel like you don't give them chances <clears throat> which ones oh, I've got a list here let me, let me find it for you 
Let's go. There we go. So I, I need you to actually. Just I'll, text I'll, me a list. I'll listen to them all, or I'll report back to you. I think we'll it would be good actually if I, if I name these al- albums. Make it official. Just put it in the put it in the chatty, and I'll listen to it, and we'll talk about it next week. Okay. I'll okay. do the homework for you. So basically, I'll be the the Dan in this reverse um, scenario. I like where this is going. I'll send you a few. I'll send you a few. I got you. All right. I like that. I think that would okay. be good. And maybe next week, once you've talked about your um, thoughts on all of that, like honest thoughts and critiques, and then we can we can like push back against anything you've said or whatever. But I think it would be cool to even talk about like artist discovery. Maybe that's a cool little thing, and we could actually talk about like, all right, so how do we currently find artists, and then like, why don't we put any extra effort and blah 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 blah. So maybe we could do some shit like that for next week and actually like get a little deep dive into that because i feel like these are like this was really fun i really enjoyed this conversation um i'm actually adding all this stuff now um and i just feel like that could be a a fun thing for us to continue to kind of do deep dives into different things um artist discovery is writing and then you know there you go artist discovery how where etc so um yeah, boys. I feel like you brought that home. Fucking money. That was uh, this is great. Awesome. Um, let's do the thumbnail. I'm gonna grab a little Yeezy right here. Which one are we gonna do? Oh shit. Oh, maybe the my, classic. My SpongeBob bottle of water. Oh, a what? A bottle of water. Yeah, it was Patrick's face. On it. Which one's Patrick? He's the starfish. <sighs> He's the big dummy. He's the starfish. Oh, go. the pink guy. Yes. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen Spongebob, so I've only seen the memes. And I yes, know. we have, Craig. Well, I don't think Steve, I... How do you know? In Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh, we watched it together. Yeah, but I was high as fucking dog shit. Okay, ready? So was I. Yeah, but I got a bad memory. I don't remember anything yeah, ever. Well... I'm a horrible person. I'm a terrible person. Uh, Dan... I love you. Love you more. Um, guys, the, uh, what do I say? Dan, where can everyone find you online? I can't remember how this goes. Uh, <laughs> I, Dan Johnson, <laughs> and HDFGXMING. Uh, <laughs> How about yourselves? Nope. Notion. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out here uh, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for the music <laughs> stuff. Uh, at Notion MTB on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Also Notion Baby on TikTok. Uh, get a dog up, yeah. Fucking see easy. Boom. C W F O R on Twitter and Instagram. C W T M F on Facebook and TikTok. And once again, the High Season Co on YouTube. If you want to, you know, join the membership program there, if that's interesting. Get a whole bunch of uh, great value. Learn about social media. Be a sick cunt. Everyone, thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash that thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit that motherfucking bell. Ding! So you know when a new episode is dropped. Follow us everywhere at The Moving Fam and, of course, at Bad Habits Pod on Instagrizzle. We're dropping, uh, you know, we're back on our consistent grind, yo. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll see you next week. Give us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I haven't asked that in a while. That'd be fucking great. Love yous. Kisses. See you next week, you fucking mad dogs. You fucking legends. Oh. Big, sick cunts. Yeah. Water. Hydrate. Yeah. Catch your car.